This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacy Poehler. Hey, everybody. I'm excited to be chatting with Jasmine Roberts this morning. She's the owner of Mood 6 Renovations and Interior Design. Welcome, Jasmine. Well, thank you, Stacy. Hello, everyone out there listening. Yeah, we're excited to chat. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your business? Okay, Move 6 Renovations and Interior Design is a construction and design company uh, that takes into consideration six renovation principles and six design principles um, with each project. So that could be design, aesthetic, um, environmental protection, safety, um, economy, speed, symmetry, um, what else, rhythm, alignment, balance, all of the above um, to take a space from one thing and transform it into another thing and you fall in love with it and you never want to leave home or your business. (laughs) (laughs) So talk a little bit about your journey, kind of, you know, you've always been in interior design or how'd you get into this and how'd you maybe land upon those, um, those principles that you use to guide your work? It's so interesting that you asked that question because I started in jazz as a jazz singer and I toured, um, singing, uh, some of the big band standard swing, Dinah, Washington, uh, Dinah, um, uh, Sarah Vaughn, Ella Fitzgerald, all that stuff. And uh, I had a good friend who also did construction and she um, helped manage a lot of my, my music business stuff. And um, I fell in love with what she was doing. So I would help her out. And then I said, let me get my GC license and you know, this could be something else. And I found that creativity in music, um, and in building somehow goes hand in hand. Um, Creativity is creativity. The arts is the arts, whether you're in construction or whether you are in portraits or photography, uh, they all matter when putting together your business or your home um, to consider, like a photographer is gonna consider um, balance, shadows, light, just different things and lighting is something is important in construction so um, i started there fell in love with it and i decided to get into it so i focused mainly in the painting area for a while and then i just kind of expanded and got licensed in every different area that i could so i mean it's kind of rare for a woman to have a gc license right Mm -hmm. um you know i I feel like lots of times you know People focus on the interior design part and leave the construction up to some other folks. So why don't you talk about, you know, your experience and how that's been so far and what you've been able to bring to projects that other designers can't offer folks. Um, thank you for asking that question. I found what's what's intriguing about the substrate, the construction side of things is um, I wanted to understand building from brick and mortar all the way to the pretty stuff because the pretty stuff doesn't last if what's behind 
the pretty stuff isn't right or correct. Or I may not be able to install what I really like that's pretty because structurally something's not the way it could have been or needs to be. And so I found that I thought that it was difficult for women to get into that part of it. And then when I got my hands in mud and drywall mud and, and, and mortar, I was like, okay, this isn't hard. It's just dirt. And, <laughs> and, and, and if, if, if that is the challenge, it all washes off at the end of the day. I found what makes us unique and different than any other just interior design company is that um, we can offer going into someone's home and not just say, oh, we think this textile is nice or this is nice, but we can offer how to apply that tile. Should we do chevron pattern? It should go in this direction. And we can incorporate, uh, communicate with, let's say, husband and wife. With the husband, a lot of times I find myself having to explain if I got to move plumbing uh, to achieve what wife we want, um, it's not going to cost arm and a leg because he's thinking that. So I'm able to communicate both and I'm able to not just come in like most contractors and just go, do you have your tile? I'll install it. But I can put together a, an aesthetic, a rendering to show you the future before I even get started. Um, and a lot of times I find that a lot of my women um, uh, clients find comfort in having the vision, seeing it, and being kind of consulted into a design style because they look in that pretty magazine and they see it, but how do I achieve it? Um, how do I know which tile should I pick? Um, I take the hard work out of that by being the interior designer as well. That's awesome. Thank you. Like, you know, as an entrepreneur, I'm sure you've had some challenges along the way and kind of getting your business up and going. Um, can you share some of those roadblocks and hurdles and how you got through them? You know, the greatest, you're your greatest challenge, your mind. You know, things are going to be hard, no matter what, what whatever it is, it's going to be hard. You are your greatest um opponent and you you're going to get knocked down i always tell um my clients and my my workers giants do fall you know uh, they may take a little longer but they do fall i think as an entrepreneur when i when i when i started in business um i found the credibility of people seeing um female uh, can she really do the work or does she just have the book manual knowledge of it? Um, but I physically frame a house, I physically uh, put up drywall. I, I can physically do um, what my, my, my help, my workers do. Um, but construction for females doesn't have a look, you know, stop looking for an image that makes us credible. I, I found that to be the greatest challenge because I might show up with lip gloss on and some earrings, but I'm going to, I'm going to hang that drywall for you and it's going to look yeah. good, you know? And so that was my challenge. Uh, you know, validity, people thinking that it was valid. Um, and I think the other challenge is financially beginning it just doesn't come you know, you can't be at the top of the food chain. Nobody knows you. Your work hasn't spoken for itself. 
and you have to take uh, some losses in order to get some gains. You know, you can't make, you got to spend money to make money kind of thing. Um, financially, it was hard because you want to give in because you want to see a certain amount of income coming in, but you're your greatest challenge. Keep working, keep going, keep going. So that was my challenge. Mm-hmm. So when you're not building and making things look good, what are you do for fun? Oh man, fun. What does that work? Okay, <laughs> I, <laughs> I would say fun for me is um, reading. Okay. Uh, fun for me um, is I love to research everything. Um, okay. I love history um, and music. So you get me in that zone, nice background music, book. Um, I'll be lost in that for hours and hours and hours. Um, outside of that, I like to go help people who are um, less fortunate than me. Yeah, that's nice. fun for me. You know, yeah. it gives me joy. You know. Awesome. Are you still performing at all? Uh, <laughs> not on stages. Uh, in my clients' homes or businesses, uh, I had a client uh, a couple of days ago. She came and she said, "Did I just hear you singing?" And I said, "Yeah, I sing while I work." <laughs> she said, "Oh my God, girl!" And I said, "Well, <laughs> you, you, you know, my father, God rest his soul. Um, I used to say, Dad, I want to be a singer,' and he said, "Well, sing, baby." I said, "Well, no, I want to be a singer." He says, "Sing everywhere you go." Sing. That's what makes you a singer. No matter where you go, no matter how big the crowd is or how small it is, sing. That makes you a singer. So I did. So I do sing just awesome. while I work. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's an extra bonus that to hire you for sure. <laughs> What's one thing that you'd like um, our listeners to know about you and your business? And, and what can someone expect um, you know, if they call you out and to talk about a project and, and, and kind of move into the phases where they start working with you. What I would like for um, clients to know is when it comes to renovating homes, businesses, whatever you are um, wanting to make a change in, in your space, is that people, obviously they think money. I, how much is this going to cost me, you know? Um, I, for, for mood six, I desire for clients to know that we can do it. Your budget is your budget. Now, how can I make that budget work for you? How can I get that budget to 90% go to your material labors and 10% to, to, to the labor? Because for me, I'm excited about you loving your space more than we all have to make money, but you have to love what you do to make money. Right. And so um it's about letting a client know i can make your budget work for you so it's not a no oh i can't get this renovation done well for example instead of you getting a vanity cost twelve hundred dollars um let's get a sideboard instead and because what is a vanity a vanity is, is furniture with a sink and plumbing uh, holes made for plumbing, you know. So let's get a sideboard, a beautiful sideboard that's solid, made of wood, uh, no particle wood. 
and and you don't have to get anything cheap and we, we could but it's less expensive than the vanity now we can drop a vessel in it now let's plumb that piece of furniture up for your um your master bathroom your powder room or whatnot i've saved you money you have something that you don't no one can just go into a big box store and get it's creative it's it's customized to you and for you which then in terms gives that client um that home goods store feel that magazine cover because they are looking in that magazine and they're like wow look at that vanity it's a dresser drawer and it's like yeah you can get so creative uh while staying true to your budget and it doesn't look like you cheapened anything out it's still beautiful and gorgeous so i think that that's what i want clients potential clients to know it's like it's not a hard no let's put our heads together and say hey what's the budget number one we got to know that because we need to know what we're working with. How do we right. go to battle? How do we go to war for you? Um, yeah. There's never a no. Let's just, let's come up with a strategy. That's what I want clients to really know. Do you feel like you have um, a, you know, a specialty in types of the designs that you do? You know, we hear people throw around things like farmhouse style and, you know, mid-century modern, modern chick. I mean, do you lean towards any of those or is it really driven by the client and you feel like you can kind of help them and achieve what they want? Yeah, I mean, I do. I actually do incorporate uh, aesthetic and uh, based upon region. And um, what I do is I send a client uh, what I call a design file. And it's a questionnaire of questions that they can just answer and what it does it curates uh, a, a picture for me it shows me they lean more towards modern industrial they lean more toward lean they're leaning more towards farmhouse or what if i have two couples and one's industrial and one is farmhouse okay right. wait a minute how do i bring these two together well we can have some open duck but we can still show that wood that you would see in farmhouse, but it's not too industrial, it's not too farmhouse. So I, I have a questionnaire that will begin to tell me, um, is, is this is this more um, Scandinavian? Is this boho Scandinavian? Like, so so yes, I do incorporate uh, design styles uh, that clients may not even know that it's them, but it, I, it will tell me, and then they'll go, how did you know? I'm like, you told me, you just didn't know you told me. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah. And I know um, that you do a lot with woodworking and you have a shop. Can you talk about how you incorporate that in, into your projects? I know you mentioned the, the vanity, but you must have some different things you're doing. Yes. We custom build cabinets. Um, some clients, you know, you know, you go in the store, they, you have your standard size cabinets and then some clients have uh, garages or businesses that uh, these, the storage needs to accommodate certain size items. And so um, one of my um, greatest carpenters that alongside with myself, love him, his name is Sixto, by the way, guys, if you hear Sixto out there and, and, and he comes your way, I'm telling you, you better grab him. 
let them do the work for you. Cause I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't believe that someone's my worker or my contractor. I'm like, listen, you have a talent and a skill. You go out there and you be the best. And I will recommend them to anyone. They're not mine. They're the world, their gift. But, um, but yeah, custom cabinets, um, it doesn't matter um, what a client needs, we can build it. Awesome. We can build it. So sometimes we need the space if it's a 10 foot cabinet, a wardrobe. Uh, we kind of build the pieces somewhere else, not on site, and then we bring it and install. So uh, yeah, love woodworking. Yeah. <laughs> well, 